0: You guys do realize that hard work is no longer the variable of success. Working hard as a micro gym owner does not cut it anymore. You all wake up early. You all spend time on your programming and developing your coaches. You all care about your clients. You're doing hard work. Just most of you are not doing smart work. Trust me, this is coming from somebody who grew a micro gym in 10 years to the point where I was able to retire at the end of that tenure. I was able to purchase commercial real estate. And now I can sit back and enjoy and create content for you guys. And what I see out in the workplace is that most of you are working so hard. You just don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're not working smart, which is why I created MGU, the only online business school for micro gym owners. When you get into MGU, the entire concept is this is not a system. This is not a this is how you should run your gym. My goal is to educate you as if you had gone to college for the business of fitness. My goal is to show you all of the best strategies and tactics used by some of the top brands in the industry and give you the opportunity to deploy the ones that you believe would best fit your business model. Next time you're talking with a bunch of owners or you go to a business summit, I want you to be the guy or girl in the room that people are listening to. You're able to chime in and have high-level conversations with the top owners and the speakers or who's ever there because you truly do understand the business side of this whole thing. It goes beyond programming, it goes beyond community, and it sure as hell goes beyond coaching. Guys, get enrolled in Microgym University The link is in my Instagram bio. It is $50 a month. Cancel any damn time you want. I don't care if you watch all the courses, binge them in a weekend, which would be damn near impossible. There's over, I think, 80 plus hours of courses, but you get the idea. You can consume it all and then never pay me another dime. I do not care. I just want more micro gym owners doing hard work done smart. Guys, link is in the Instagram bio. Go get enrolled. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. I believe it was yesterday. Today is June 7th. I'm recording this. So, yeah, yesterday or no. Yeah, today. Today, I dropped a post. It essentially just was a statement saying, you know, please stop asking your members to help you move into a new facility every micro gym owner knows what it's like when it's time to upgrade your facility. It's exciting, it means business is probably going well, and you've exceeded the capacity, or, or so you think so, of your current facility. I would argue you haven't, and I guarantee you if I got my eyes on it, I could show you how to increase the operational capacity and stay at that facility with reduced rent, than you moving to this more expensive place. But that's neither here nor there. Where that is, though, is inside of Micro Gym University. Go check that shit out. Um, Anyway, I make this post and I like, listen, I know when I'm typing this thing up, I can already picture how many people are just gonna read the, the, the image, right? The, that piece of the creative and not really get into the guts of the copy and they're gonna get extremely butthurt. People like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I literally had someone say like, whoa, if you just wanna be like a Planet Fitness bro, go do that, that's on you. But the rest of us here are trying to make communities and relationships and, and listen, You Those things happen. Community happens without trying. I've made the content on this. Community is the lowest form of the human phenomenon. It is. Like, you will have community go to a bar on uh, NFL Sunday where you and strangers all just happen to be wearing the same thing and cheering for the same team because you happen to be from the same city, and you will make friends with somebody very, very quickly. That's community. Right? I joke around like, you know where there's got great community? The KKK, prison. These are you know, cohorts of niche you know, groups that, that find community amongst themselves because there's a common denominator. The common denominator amongst your members is that they all work out at your gym. That's the main common denominator. So I'm not against that because I know that happens intrinsically without you trying. Community is formed, okay? What I'm against is an operating expense, a line item that should be part of your OPEX or OPEX for your moving into a new facility. There should be a line item, part of your budget, $1,200 for movers for six hours, right? Like you can, guys, you can go. I did it when I moved into Urban Movement. I went and got, you know, I went down to the local, I. Uh, I hired a, a, got a box truck and I went down to the local Home Depot and there were six dudes down there. You know, they've just daily labor workers that kind of hang out outside of a Home Depot. Yes, they were Mexican, you racist. I know what you were thinking. You were thinking, I bet you they were Mexican. And you're right, they were. But it's not because they were Mexican. They just happened to be, you racist fuck. <laughs> Listen, no, they were. They were fucking phenomenal though. Um, and then I hired uh, one of my... uh he was a coach at the time. I um, mean, he was in development, but anyway, he a bunch of. He was in college. He had a bunch of college buddies. Paid those guys too. So, I did all that, and I had the member. I or had these paid workers move all the equipment, all the stall mats. It took like six or eight hours one day. Done. Now, rewind back to 2011, 2012. I moved from my. I outgrew my first facility in a year, and I'm moving into a bigger one about 50 yards away, and I employ my members to do so. They know I'm moving, they're super excited, they wanna help, I let them help. One of them brings a box truck, Uh, you know, um, I get like beer and food, we make it a whole thing. And listen, so I've been there. I remember doing that, but you know, back then, I wanted, that's when I was banking on my community because I couldn't bank on pulling out the credit card. I didn't have the money back then, you know, to spend an extra 1200 bucks on movers but that's the thing though i would have told me if i could go back in time hey buddy before you move into a bigger location if you're going to put on your big boy pants and be like oh man i'm getting a bigger spot i'm mr big businessman i'm doing good then you need to be able to afford the move you know anybody who's house poor you know what that term means right when you've got someone who purchases a home that's a li- little bit outside their comfort zone, like budget-wise, financially. So now they can't put anything in it. So you go to visit them six months later and they're like, yeah, we're still kind of adding to the house. It's because they're house poor. Their current mortgage or rent is too high and they can't afford the other required shit. Fucking living room furniture, dining, like that kind of stuff. That's the equivalent here on the commercial side. You went ahead and you signed a lease, You went ahead and you signed a lease. More driving podcast shenanigans going on here. Uh, You went ahead and signed a lease for a building that maybe was too expensive. The first month's rent and the security deposit really put you, you know, kind of on a tight budget. You should have waited. You didn't think this through uh, well enough. This was just again, you know, again we're talking twelve hundred dollars is what I guarantee you get movers for. Maybe two thousand at the absolute most. We are not talking a crazy operation here or a crazy amount of money. But he was like, well, what if my members just volunteer? Listen, if you tell you know, you tell, hey, guys, uh, gym shut down Saturday and Sunday. We're transitioning to a new facility. See you guys on Monday. And then you show up with them paid movers like you did. You went and paid the money for the movers and you show up on Saturday and a handful of members show up with coffee and like, hey, man, I thought I'd help you move. That's dope. That is awesome. I'm all for that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That is, again, that that shows the quality of the community and all those other things. I'm all for it. But those of you guys who purposely are like, hey, guys, we're having a moving party on Saturday. You know, after the workout, we'll be moving things over if you want to. Oh, great. Now you're going to make members feel shitty like when they bounce out after the workout because they want to enjoy their Saturday instead of spending fucking four hours of it moving your bullshit because you're too cheap to hire movers? Now you're going to like create a divide. Like, oh, Sheila's not coming to moving day. She's not coming and helping on the move. Uh, did you see Tim? Tim left right after the workout. I guess he didn't want to help. Like, instantly, this is the kind of stuff that happens. And the level of butt hurtness, like, I make this statement, and this is even if you don't like me, which, by the way, it is an easy 5149, and I believe it's 51 in the way of people who dislike my content, but still follow just so they can let me know how much they dislike it if you're on that 51% of disliking my content and you read this, you could have read the copy of this post I made and go to Instagram to see what I'm talking about and been like, all right, listen, I don't agree. I use my members or whatever, but he's making some good points because the main point I was trying to make in this entire piece was guys, listen, it seems innocent and it truly just seems like an extension of your community and customer base. But the problem is, is you were planting this psychological seed within your members that they are a part of this business and they are not. They are a customer, that is it. And those of you like, well, I wanna have a business where my customers feel like they're a part of it, great, good, you are just in for a world of fucking hurt. Because then when you go to change the pricing, change the schedule, fire the coach, adjust the programming or whatever slew of changes you might make in the 20 plus years of you owning this business, You're going to get feedback and resistance, viva la resistance, from the loud goddamn minority of members who feel ownership in this business now because they helped you move fucking seven years ago or helped you paint the walls. This is just like separate church and state. And they're really, you cannot, not at all come up with any good reason as to why you should employ your members to do this by creating a move in mimosas or we're having a moving day. Like find me one solid reason. I would love to listen to it. And if, you know, again, if it's a solid reason, I'm a big enough man to admit that's a really good point. You may be right about that. And, you know, and give you kudos to this, but there's not. Like, why would you do this when you could easily pay somebody transactionally of a, a relatively small amount of money to do this for you while you, you know, oversee and then you're done and you could go then meet members out that evening and go have like a celebratory, like, bam, I'm so excited for the new spot on Monday. Right? Like why put everyone to work? It's like, I, dude, I'm a fucking adult. I am 36 goddamn years old. And any of my buddies, like I I had a friend in the past five years, like, hey, will you help me move? No, I will not help you move. We're not in college. You're not going to give me a case of beer. To help you carry shit up the stairs and waste my entire weekend doing this. Not a chance in hell. But you have a truck. Yeah. And you have a checking account. You know, write the goddamn check, bite it off, and get someone professional to do it for you. Like a fucking adult. I don't understand how people are seeing, like, again, I believe most people like, well, no, it's just I asked my members because we're a family, community family. No, dude, you asked your members because, you know, and you push the community button because you don't want to pick up your credit card. That's the fucking point. That's the punchline of this whole thing. If the members volunteer on their own and you have paid and outsourced it, and they just show up. Of course, like that's that's so cool. I, I really is. It's a good feel. Like I, the the hairs on my arm, like get raised in those incidents because I had members like that too. And I understand that, but man, for you to orchestrate it and like try to recruit members to help you out with it, shame on you. And I'll probably lose subscribers when I say like every time I make this. You guys know I don't give a fuck, but it, it just it's one of these things where I just. We all want to be looked at as professionals. We want to make professional money. We want our members to respect our decisions. Yet we still want to play like, you know, little footsie with the friendship role of the membership. My stance is that you owe them a transactional black and white professional service provider to customer relationship, first and foremost, forever and ever. And then you can layer on a friendship, a relationship, a marriage, whatever it is on top of it. But that is the root is transactional, and those of you who deviate from it probably don't, de- probably shouldn't be sitting at the entrepreneurship table, right? You should go be an employee somewhere, where you can be friends with the members, and you can then commiserate. Like, yeah, he raised the prices, kind of dumb, but you know what? Oh, he's the boss. Like, that's the role you probably should have fucking taken. Anyway, guys, um, if you're moving, like, you ever like moving and you need some help, don't fucking call me. All right, until I talk to you next podcast, have a great fucking day.